lot of people were very upset because she talks about her insecurities and what freaks her out. They made her human. You know, and some, <laughs> some people were upset, but like, oh, she's human. They made no, no, no. They made her a girl. <laughs> You're listening to the Tech Edition podcast, episode sixty-four. Samus. They made her a girl. Hey, welcome to the Tech Edition Podcast. My name is Sergio. Uh, it is September 2nd, 2010. Uh, we, we had a crisis this week, but, but it seems like oh, everything's man. pretty <laughs> pretty close to normal. <laughs> uh, more news on that to come, um, but today we have obviously a podcast to do. Um, we have kind of a short uh, list of people uh, on this week. We have uh, Clarence. What's up? How's it going? Good, good. And James, and, and I, I apologize, I didn't introduce you last week. Wow, really? Oh, you did? No, I didn't. I, I went back and listened, and I completely skipped you, so I'll introduce you <laughs> twice this week. We have James, <laughs> James Knotts. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> I'm so forgotten, damn it. <laughs> Everywhere I go, people can't remember who I am. Oh, it's not so it's, bad. It's canon. It's just me. <laughs> you think with the gray hair, they'd be like, oh, what's up? <laughs> well, the thing is, they can't see your hair through the podcast. True, but you know what I look like, and how on earth could you forget to introduce me? I mean, damn. Sorry. Sorry. You're hurting feelings. Oh. Okay. <laughs> now, that, now that that's out of the way, uh, we, we have a lot of stuff for you. We're, it's it's probably going to be a short cast because there's only three of us, and we, we don't tend to talk over each other as much when there's only three of us. But uh, we got news. We have... We have games that we're playing and a big, nice chunk of Apple Tech Roundup. So we'll check on that in a few minutes. But first, news. Clarence, go. Uh, yeah, Carl would like the story. Windows Phone 7 is released to manufacturers. And um, so if, if anybody knows the process of the development cycle, uh, especially with the big products, this is the uh, step right before we get it. It's actually in the... Uh, the company like Samsung and uh, Motorola, all these people is in their hands, and that, and the only thing waiting for is them to actually get the devices ready and get them out to us. Would would, would this be the equivalent of a, a video game going gold? Uh, I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> it, well, that's like that's basically when they they send the image to get the plastic mashed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah, pretty much okay. the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, they have the software in their hands, and uh, it's from what I can read, from what I read of this article I'm looking at, it's just a few minor changes from the uh, the release that all the um, <clears throat> from the bill that all the um, the tech journalists and stuff had to test out with. So, uh, yeah, uh, pretty fu- pretty soon we'll have uh, Windows Phone Seven, and Carl can rejoice. <laughs> and Sergio. <laughs> oh yeah, the Zoom like, man. <laughs> I, I I have specifically not getting a smart not gotten a smartphone knowing that this was coming out. Yeah. Because because I I don't want to have to wait two years because I got a stupid contract. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if nothing else is going to be something different than the offerings that are out there now. Um, and I, I think we really need a, a breath of fresh air as as far as the smart smartphone market goes because. Uh, I mean, now it's pretty much everything is either iPhone or Android, so, mm-hmm. so, so this is a good thing. Oh yeah, yeah, competition's always good. Yeah, and uh, next uh, on my list is um, if you're into competition and uh, you play a lot of <laughs> games like Street Fighter or uh, what's the other? Uh, not maybe not Tekken so much, but yeah. Um, a lot of people have been complaining from the get go that the 360 D-pad is horrible, and I can uh, wholeheartedly agree with that. Yes, uh, it is. Yeah, for a fighting game, it is practically unusable. And, and the main reason being, it's like a, a concave um, surface, so your thumb sits it sits insets into the uh, D-pad controller. So what uh, Microsoft has done, they they're releasing a new wireless 360 controller with what they call the transforming D-pad. And at first glance, it it looks just like the D-pad is now, uh, but with a simple twist, it can transform into a raised D-pad that we all know and love from the old school game uh, consoles. 
Uh, what do you guys think of this? I'll let, I'll let you go first, James. <laughs> you seem passionate, so. Well, I, I researched it and what they did and everything else, and basically it's just a cosmetic change. It wasn't just the design of the D-pad physically. It's the way they had the sensors set up because, uh, I mean, I, I've played with controllers on the Super Nintendo and on the PlayStation that I've gotten that have been set up with the D-pad was kind of like that and had no problems whatsoever. It, it wasn't the, the design of the D-pad physically that my thumb sits on. It's how the sensors were set up. And on this new 360 controller, they used the same setup for the sensors. So basically, all you're doing is raising it up. Now, it might work better, but I, I tell you right now, any other controller I ever used that had a D-pad even somewhat like what the 360 had, I could hit diagonals easily. So well, unless they put in better sensors, it's not going to make a difference. Well, I said it could be part of it, but, but like with the 360 controller, like I stated before, it's like curved in. It's like concave inward. So especially with fighting games when you need the directional accuracy, it's kind of hard to uh, gauge where you actually are when you have, when you're not looking at the control pad and you have your finger rested on a controller, you need to really feel which direction is uh, back or forward or up or down. So, I mean, at, at, with, at the very least, this new D pad will allow you to feel your position where you are on the pad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's friendlier to the thumbs. However, my problem with the the, uh, the 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 D-pad has always been the microscopic difference between right and <laughs> down and right, right and up and right. You know, and and when you're playing a game that is say 2D side scroller or anything that's fighting, you're screwed on that D-pad. Yeah. Well, I mean that that's on the sensors. And and, and and as I said, it's and I don't agree with you often. <laughs> but I do agree with you on this. It's it's the sensors, and unless this changes the the uh, how hard you have to press on the corners to get it to register, then it's it's as as you said, just cosmetic. Yeah, I mean, uh, now, James, you make a very good point. I, I I mean, if that's the case, I I agree with you guys. But I I kind of don't see the reason of them even doing this if they're not going to address the issue at hand, which is the fighting games. So I, I'm I'm pretty sure they have that in mind when they're redesigning this. Uh, so I don't know. I guess we just have to, have to try it to be sure. They need to send us one so we can try it out then. <laughs> They'll send us one if we send them what sixty four ninety nine. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They haven't sent that out to anybody for it to be reviewed. Like they've just talked about it, and it's there, and it's supposed to come out in what two weeks? It, well, it's going to be it's, it's going to be at PAX, so they don't really have to. Send yeah, it out. that's true. That's true. Not true. Which is what true. this weekend? Yeah. Uh, more three sixty news. Three sixty uh, Xbox Live prices are actually going up by ten bucks. Uh, if you're getting the the yearly subscription, which has been forty nine dollars, is going to be fifty nine. Uh, with uh. Slightly uh, higher prices for the other SKUs. I think the what uh, the month subscription is going up a couple of dollars, and yeah. the th- and also the three month. Um, so, what do you guys think about this? I know uh, James, you're not for paying for online service, so <laughs> yeah, I, th- this is crap. That's they're they're offering nothing new, and they're charging you ten more dollars. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I never wanted to get Xbox Live. I mean, one because I don't have an Xbox, but two just because I got I got uh, spoiled on Sony. But now I have to admit, with Sony's PlayStation Plus, I have been tempted to get a yearly subscription because of the stuff I like to do, it really would come out to be a pretty pretty good damn deal. But yeah, but but I mean, for them to send up the price on on Xbox Live and not give you anything special for it, well, well, that bullshit. Well, the reasoning, quote unquote, behind this is, oh, we're coming out with Connect. The Connect is going to have video Connect. You can voice chat online and the video chat online. We are we're also giving you the uh, ESPN 
three experience. Wow, I, I want the ESPN three experience. Yeah. Oh, what what they also didn't mention is to use the ESPN three experience, you have to buy something uh, else. <laughs> yeah, you have to be a cable uh, subscriber. Which yeah, yeah. I mean, then, then what? Why would you want it then if you already got it on cable? I mean. And well, they're also supposed to be improving the voice quality on on live, which is much needed. But that's going to happen to both gold and silver. Yeah. So so I I really don't see the justification for this. Uh, if everybody got the ESPN access to online, I guess college mostly college sporting events. If everybody got that, it, it would be worth the deal. But some people have to pay more, and they're not even getting those services. Everybody's not going to get connect. So I mean, and, and I don't know. It's, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It, it was just an excuse for them to raise the price and get more money. That's yeah. all it was. Well, no, what it was is they saw they saw what Sony's doing, which is uh, you know demos here, betas here, blah blah blah. Basically, all the same stuff they're doing, and it, but Sony's not charging for online play. So Xbox. They're like, let's tag another ten bucks on there and say, oh, you're paying for online play on top of all the stuff that you get with Sony, and it's a better deal. Yeah, and you got to think all the, all the subscribers that uh, Xbox Live's, Live has right now, and, and when we talked about the numbers uh, a, a while back, like part of this contributed to the profit they've had from the Xbox division. Is the, the live subscriptions? They they're making a killing off of this, and to raise it by ten bucks is gonna uh, just bring it up even more. So I, I don't know. They, they they will make a sixth more money. <laughs> they're greedy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't like it, but there's nothing we can do about it. So yeah, let me add one more thing on it. Act now before November first. Before these changes go into effect, you can get it for thirty nine ninety nine for the next year. I'm probably going to do that. So I, I too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, even, you can buy like two or three. <laughs> yeah, even even if even if you're paid up to next year, go ahead and buy it because it's just cheap cheaper and it'll be in the pot. So yeah, it, it should be noted that the like the day after they announced this, the top selling gaming item on Amazon.com where it was uh, the Xbox Live card. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But that's it for me. All right. Well, then let's kick it over to James. I uh, see you have a few things. What's up? All right. Well, uh, the first thing is up is uh, the new Medal of Honor game. Um, the commander of the PAX, which is the um, stores on the bases, military bases, this guy is the guy in charge for the Air Force and Army bases, has Pax? banned Medal of Honor. Huh? Pax? Yeah, it's called P P A X. Interesting. P E X. P E X. Oh, Pax. Okay. I, I forget what it. <laughs> I forget what it stands for just because it's it's been so long. But uh. uh anyway, uh, new Medal of Honor game has been banned from being sold on bases. Uh, GameStop agreed to this just because materials in it could be considered sensitive to the troops. Because there is a couple sections, like in the multiplayer, where you get to play as Taliban shooting American soldiers. So they decided instead of, you know, just sitting there and letting people decide whether or not they'd want to buy the game, because it's going to say on the box. Yeah. They've just banned it for sensitivity reasons. Yeah, I mean, there, there would be like a, a major, even though we don't see it, see it as being a problem, it could be considered like a conf- conflict of interest. Just like. Uh, it's it, it just like if you would bring a book that says uh, go Iraq or something into the base, you know, it's, it's, even though we don't relate that as being bad, just because we know it's a video game and we can separate ourselves from that, I, I do see how some people can see it as a, a bad thing. Okay, okay. I, let me play the insensitive bastard here, but these dudes are trained to kill people, right? <laughs> So, right. what, playing a video game, I, I don't see how that's going to be... I, I, I see it being insignificant to the troops themselves, but more significant to the people over here who read an article going, wait, what's in that game? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like in Modern Warfare 2, 
where you had the uh, the one section to where you're an under guy, a sky undercover, and you're walking through an airport, and everybody else is just laying waste to all the innocent people in that airport. I you know, it yeah. asks you for, it asks you up front before you even do anything else. As soon as you start the game, it says, "Hey, there's the one section that could be a problem. Do you want to skip it?" And I didn't skip it, but I didn't shoot anybody. <laughs> oh, I shot a lot of people. <laughs> I, just, I just walked. I just walked and I was like, "Damn, this is hardcore." Yeah, it, it, but, it, it, I did feel kind of uncomfortable, but I, I still did shoot a lot of people. And well, that's all I got on that one. Um, <laughs> the next one is something that I have been looking forward to for years. Would love to see. And we're getting the first taste of it now. Uh, a company called Microvision, where at the past QuakeCon, and they had in the big inflatable black igloo kind of tent thing. Now, what it is is they have a gun that they've made in a controller that's got a little projector on the top of it, and it senses where you are in relation to whatever it is going on. The gun projects right in front of you, it's not, it's not a big screen that it projects, so it's not going to be like a big 50-inch in front of you right now. And this is a prototype. But what it does is it gives you the point of view of the way you're facing. So if you want to look left, you pan the gun left, it looks that way. If you want to look up, you look up. So basically you can look around and actually aim with the gun. Yeah, this is pretty awesome. I'm looking at the video right now. Um, that is kind now of cool. I, yeah. I, but now I want to know how that would work, especially like if you want to use the scopes and the sniping, how accurate it's going to be. If it's just acting like a mouse, if it's you know, there's a lot of things that goes into that. But I got to admit, it looks very promising. Uh, um, I really would love to have tried that out. Like that, that technology looks really impressive. However, uh, I, I see a problem in peripheral vision. You know, you can be getting shot from the, the left from from behind, and you have to spin all the way around, find who's shooting you, and then shoot you. Well, I mean, it it does make it, 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 it. Yeah, what you saying? Is that, go ahead, James. Well, so that's one of those things. How does it make it any different when you're playing regularly? Because if there's somebody behind you. Most first-person shooters do not have a quick 180 button. That's true. That's so you still got to turn. And plus, you, I, I, I don't know about everybody else. I mean, I mean, some people have their mouses set up sensitive as hell, but the way I play, I could twist around and find who's shooting me a lot faster than I could if I had to move an analog stick or a mouse and look around. Hmm. The only thing they need uh, to add to this is like a, a, a 360-degree treadmill pad or something where you actually have to walk around. <laughs> Other than that... I see, nobody's oh, going to want that like, because that means they'd have to sweat. Like a giant trackball. Yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> see, I would do that because then I actually would get in shape while playing because it's like I'd really have to have a good, good legs to do the sprints so that way I could haul ass. Well, I mean... With this, I know before uh, a couple years ago, I saw something where it was like this big old, big giant ball, which is cage. You open it, open up the door, and you stand in it. So when you walk, it actually, you know, it moves like you're a hamster or whatever. But it that can be used for like uh, to put you in like a 3D world. I'm pretty sure y'all seen something similar. Uh, I could, I could actually see that coupled with this being like the perfect marriage. But it's not practical for for home use or anything else other than demos yeah. or 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 the rebirth of arcades. Yes, it will be reason reason enough to go. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it it, it just depends uh, on how they set it up and everything else. But it really, I don't know. I mean, this is the first time we're really getting to really see this, see this. So it's it's a wait and see. I'm pretty sure that it's going to take at least another good three or four years before we start seeing this in homes. Yeah. Unless they've been working on this a lot longer than I think. And there's just like, here's a teaser of it. And then next year's like, bam, here you go. No, what, what I what I think this is, is they've come up with this technology and they're showing it off at QuakeCon, hoping someone buys it. Yeah, like it, yeah, like id or valve. And at that point, once you have funding, you can go much larger. Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. 
Yeah, very awesome though, man. Wow. That gun has had some power in it to be displaying that image on the screen, running the game, displaying the image, and controlling the accelerometer or the um, when you move around so it can tell where you are on, in, in relation well, to the game. Well, the gun's not running the game. It, it's hooked up to the ah, system. Ah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, the, the gun's just, just holding a projector. Yeah, they got a projector on the gun. It's hooked up to a PC. And it's running because they don't. They're not using a 360 or a PS3 to run this. They're using a PC, so that oh. way they can do all their special little mod stuff that they had to for it. Because you know, PC modded easy enough in the programming. But uh, it's it's definitely very interesting. I'd love to give it a try to see. You know, can I can I point where I want to, or do I have to? I mean, do I have to hold a button to kind of lock the screen i mean it's very much like what have i got to do yeah i understand what you're saying wow that's pretty awesome though i love it (laughs) nice yeah okay mr ps3 what you got (laughs) all right the last one is a couple weeks ago i posted up uh talked about on the podcast posted up on the site that a developer had sent uh an Australian game magazine company, uh, a little USB dongle that fits into the PS3 that basically hacks it. Um, the USB stick would actually hack the PS3 so you could put a homebrew channel on and do all, all kinds of fun little things like the homebrew channel on the Wii. Now, Sony has been doing their best with uh, legalities to slow it down and to get it to stop. Well, earlier today... The entire code for that thing was leaked online. It was straight up put up. I guess the people that had made this got pissed and just said, fuck you. <laughs> they, wow. they put that's, it up. That's, so that's that a great way to avoid <laughs> legal action. Yes, yeah, since you know you're not doing anything wrong. <laughs> well, it, it's one of those things where like, well, you know what? If we're not going to get any money for it, we'll just fuck you even harder. So... <laughs> and the the Australian company ran tests, says it works, it's legit. So so you know the next question. I mean, is, it's not something I'm going to use. <laughs> Don't ask me to ask. Have you tried said heck? <laughs> no, because uh, I'd have to have, I'd need to have like a 20 gig, well actually not 20, but a, like say a 40 gig PS3. Somebody gave me, they just wanted to get rid of. Disk drives busted. You know, I can just download. I can only play downloaded games. Because I'm too scared this thing would brick it, you know? Well, yeah, but then you couldn't play those downloaded games because you wouldn't be able to sign on a PSN with your hacked PS3. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it depends. Like, the only way I would want to use this is I miss the action replay of the, old, uh, the older consoles. And saying that, you know, I, like, after I beat the game a time or two, it's a lot of fun to go through, put in... You know, your game shark or your action replay and just goof off with, like, awesome stuff starting off just for fun. You know, I, I miss that because just sometimes I just wanted to go into Final Fantasy and just screw suckers up starting off instead of having to, okay, let me put in 30 hours. Now I can take on a level 12 boss. Mm, so, so, so basically you want to mod your PS3 so you can use it as a game genie. <laughs> Well, no, that's the only way I would use one. That's the only reason why I would use it, because there, there hasn't been enough coming out. Nothing on the PS3 that's come out that I wanted to play is something that I would have downloaded and hacked. You know, if I was going to, if I wanted to play it, I'd get it. If I didn't really care about it, I didn't get it, or I'd borrow it from somebody, or I'd rent it. You know, it's nothing... Um, just the way I am for the PS3, or, or am I gaming... I'm going to get it or I'm not. It's one of those things. I'm not really all that into pirating. Yeah. I'm, and, and to me, I'll, uh, PlayStation, Sony, they, they shouldn't even care about this because, um, okay, like Sergio just stated, once you hack a system, you can't get online with it, number one. So that's like their form of DRM. And like with the, mm-hmm. the Blu-ray disc, especially with the PS3, they're so large that you can't easily copy them and put them on something. So, I mean... 
they should they should embrace this. I mean, why would they even try to fight anything like this or even get mad about it? I mean, once you buy the product, it's your product. You can do whatever you want with it. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, well it, it comes to the whole piracy issue. Also, uh, they want to make sure people, like for the whole cheat thing, is to make sure that people aren't using it and, and getting their trophies or their achievements you know, unfairly compared to everybody else. Well, well yeah. It's, yeah, it's just like yeah. with the 360. Once you get banned, they they ban your console. They they don't even let you back online with that same system. You have to buy a whole new 360. So I mean, I'd say if people are willing to take their risk to get kicked off the system and, and get their accounts uh, closed, I mean, the whole reason they're getting those achievements to show other people, and once they get knocked offline for doing something stupid, I mean, all that is null. So I don't yeah. know. Well, I didn't know Microsoft just banned your system. Man, if I really hated somebody, oh, that's what I do. I get their system banned. They 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 also zero out your gamer score. Yes. Oh. <laughs> How the hell? Talk about being heartbroken. So, yeah, don't be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you for the lovely news topics, James. You're welcome. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and dish out mine. Um. As as you know, or as we know, uh, PAX is this weekend, and yet again, it looks as if Duke Nukem forever is oh, going to man. his ugly head. I'm tired of uh, hearing about this. <laughs> it's it's only been in development for like what ten years. Yes, uh, Duke well, Nukem forever. Uh, obviously, uh, that 3D Realms game that has been delayed and delayed and delayed, and then 3D Realms was basically fired and still delayed, and it still won't go away. Um, Multiple sources are are confirming that there's going to be some Duke Nukem Forever news tomorrow, or not tomorrow, Saturday, whenever, this weekend at PAX. And it, the rumor is that Gearbox is going to do, is going to finish up development on it. Mm. And Gearbox makes some good games. Ghostbusters? Okay, there's some yeah. games that weren't good. <laughs> Um, hey, I thought Ghostbusters <laughs> was awesome. Uh, let's see what else they they also made Borderlands. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a good, that's a that's a big one. Uh, we'll see what else is Gearbox made. Uh, let's see. Yeah, well, why are you thinking? I mean, Brother I don't in know. Arms. Was that Brother in Arms? They also oh, yeah. did a Halo port. Yeah. So so I'm wondering is all this. I mean, for the past 10 years, fan speculation and fan expectation has been driving this. Uh, this is almost like a, a, a myth or something at this point, because, I mean, people people have been wanting this for so long. So I kind of equate this like when people have these Apple rumors or, or, of what they're going to do next and stuff like that, but it never comes to fruition, you know, I kind mm-hmm. of equate this to, to that. I mean... So, so this is the iPad of gaming? Yeah, and it, at this point... I don't even know how many people really care about Duke Nukem. <laughs> I, I don't. The, I, the 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 character Duke Nukem is way outdated. Yeah, I mean, people who didn't play games in the in the late nineties probably know nothing of them at this point. So, I, other than the myth that you hear online of people wanting the game to come out about them, so yeah, I don't know. It's just let it die. <laughs> Wait, it's like it's like getting excited over a Gex sequel. Yeah. Like, wow, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's one of those things, no matter how good the game is going to be, the expectations have been so high. It's it's going to suck ass to anybody that's been waiting for it because it will never be as good as what they think it should be or even it really it should be for a 12-year development time. Oh, see, I have no expectations. I, like My expectations are it's going to be garbage because had it not been garbage, they would have released it by now. <laughs> For real, something yeah, ain't right. It, yeah, and if it's been in development for twelve years, that just means it's been they've had to start over like seventeen times every time someone released a good shooter. They were like, "Oh wait, let's copy that." Oh wait, no, let's copy that. Oh yeah. Oh wait, no, let's go third person. Oh, cover based shooter. You know, I'm, I'm sure that's what's happened. They they can develop as fast as technology can grow. Yeah, it's, it's I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It's, it's it's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hopefully some some other news comes out of PAX because that. Uh, 
I, I, I'm not excited about that, but I, th- I've, I thought it bared mention. Well, uh, uh, yeah, hey, they just need to let it die. They really do. <laughs> well, um, I don't really have a, a segue into this, but <laughs> uh, Android. We all we all know the, the the cute little Android droid, the the, the green droid. droid droid thing. Well, uh, on Engadget, Engadget reported earlier today that. Uh, they're, they're, the whole article is kind of written as fact, which I don't. I think it was more tongue in cheek than anything. But the Android logo looks to have been <laughs> stolen directly from an old Atari Lynx game. Oh man! <laughs> wow. Called uh, let's see, what's it called? Gauntlet: The Third Encounter. Wow. And it, the the I don't know. If, you'll you'll get the link from you know from the the cast page or whatever. But the, the there's a character in that game that looks just like the android, except he's like a different color, and his name is Android. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it came from that. Cause you, you know. cause you know, with a lot of products and a lot of things are are inspired by stuff that happened that other people saw or experienced when they were growing up. So I, I don't I don't doubt that this came from this character. Wow, I, I I just it's so bla- like at least change the name or something. Yeah. <laughs> or drop you know throw Atari some dollars. They need them. Yeah, man, this, this is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I I wonder if someone's gonna read this and go, wait a minute, we can sue. And trust me, uh, Atari needs the money. Yeah, they they really do. So. <laughs> I didn't even think Atari was still around anymore. They're they're owned by somebody else. Yeah, they got scooped up. I can't yeah. remember who got them. Yeah. For all those, uh, for all the, the the game names, that's all it was. So people could make Atari games. Okay. Well, yeah, that small small piece of news, but bigger piece of news that was kind of confirmed today. It had been rumored that Dead Space Two was going to have multiplayer. And it's been confirmed. Dead Space 2 has multiplayer. Question. Uh, Does this game need multiplayer? No. (laughs) Now, now it doesn't need multiplayer. I don't see it, you know, suffering from multiplayer. Um, As long as we don't have another uh, Bioshock 2 multiplayer on our hands, I mean... It it, it could be. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not going to play it. I mean, James, I know you're a huge Dead Space fan. I think it could be fun. It just depends on how they do it. Um, I think it's going to be set up a little bit how the Metal Gear, Metal Gear Online was set up. You'd have, like, one guy would be Snake. Like, in one of the games, one guy would be Snake, and then everybody else would be soldiers trying to catch him. So Left 4 so Dead? So I imagine, huh? It's like Left 4 Dead with one dude? <laughs> Yeah, something like that. But, I mean, you only had eight people in the room. I saw it was lots. You'd have, like, one versus seven. Hmm. But, uh, I don't know. I think it could be... It's got potential to be fun. It just depends on how they do it. And it's not going to be the only game mode that they're going to have. Is uh, is that. Yeah. You know, is minor versus necromorphs. Yeah, well, well like... That's how it was in uh, Singularity. There were multiple game modes to play online. One of them was a beasts versus humans, much like the uh, Nazi zombies in World at War. Except you couldn't play as the Nazis, I don't think. No, you couldn't play it. Play yeah, you couldn't play as the zombies. Whatever. Uh, but it, it it just looks like a cookie cutter addition to a game that is special. Dead Space is a special game. And to add a cookie-cutter uh, multiplayer uh, like element to it just seems cheap. Well, we got to wait and see if it's cookie-cutter. Yeah. Just don't know yet. Well, I, it, it will be. <laughs> I, I, I'm going on record to say it right now. It will be. <laughs> just throw it in there. Yeah. And I think it would yeah. probably benefit more from, from co-op play rather than multiplayer, just on our multiplayer. Well, I, I, I kind of would hope that they would have a separate, you know, independent co-op mode. 
because the the size of the sprawl that you're sitting in, the, the space station, it's fucking huge. Okay, there's, there's no other term for it. It is fucking huge because the Ishimori went through docks into this place easily. You know. Yeah, and the Ishimura was pretty big, so. Yeah, so it, it it has the potential because they have it set up to where if you're close to where you're starting out, it's not so bad. But once you get further out to where it's beat up and it's dark, you know, you start getting swarmed. I think it would have a lot of fun to do as far as that, as far as the multiplayer. It's the firefight I, stuff. Yeah. Okay, Lifford did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, True, but, but, but I mean, it wouldn't be like you're getting swarmed like on Left 4 Dead. It was just, uh, well, well, I guess you would, be, yeah. but it would just depend on the the mechanics of it are different. I guess is how I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, of course, all all of the you know game modes have those are all rumors. The only thing that has been confirmed is that multiplayer exists. How how that will manifest itself is is still unknown. Well, I, I tell you right now, if the, if the multiplayer sucks ass, I don't give a shit. I want the single player. Exactly. Yeah, me too. You know, that, like Bioshock that's 2, what, that's what I want, single player. But now, if if the uh, if the multiplayer is fun, yay. You know, I may not be buying like a map pack or nothing to play multiplayer with, but, you know. I don't know. Didn't, fun is fun. didn't you buy the different suits for Isaac to wear in the first game? Yeah, I got a couple of them. <laughs> but you, but you won't buy download maps. <laughs> well, that's the thing that that's not multiplayer, and I only paid for one of the suits because actually, when I bought it, the Obsidian suit was free. Oh, uh, all right. And I got uh, the tank suit just because somebody had given me a car, and so I had you know a twenty dollar car. I was like, well, let me see. What the hell? Oh, so you're using you know, the rest of your card. Okay, you're excused then. Yeah. Maybe somebody will give you a card and you can download some maps. <laughs> hey, if they gave me a card and say, here, don't download these maps, I'd be like, well, okay, I'll download them. Awesome. Well, that does it for news. Um, we each had three topics this week. Look at that. Wow. Lasted longer than I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to what we're playing. Uh, James, I'm going to let you go first because you have the one I want to hear about. So, go. All right, well, I picked up a little unknown title called Metroid Other M Tuesday. Uh, I'm a big Metroid fan. I've been a Metroid fan since uh, Super Metroid, and a lot of people are like, uh, but that was the first one I got a chance to play because I was on the system I actually owned. Um, and I have played every Metroid since, the Prime Series, Fusion, Zero Mission. Uh, a lot of people on the boards have been bashing this game. So let me tell you right now, if you love the 2D Metroids, you're going to love this one. Um, because it's basically 2D style gameplay, but in the 3D realm. Uh, your character automatically aims at whatever's closest for her to hit. So if you don't like that, you're going to be upset. Um, there's actual story to this game. I mean, there's an actual story. <laughs> Samus is, yeah. I mean, Samus is fleshed out as a character in some parts. Um, a lot of people were very upset because she talks about her insecurities and what freaks her out. They made her human. You know, and some, some people were upset, but like, oh, she's human. <laughs> they made, no, no, no. They made her a girl. Is what it is. <laughs> well, we don't get into that one. Well, like people have had since 1984. To get over the fact that she's a girl, I'm sorry. If you haven't gotten over that fact by now, grow some balls and get over it. Well, there's there's n- there's nothing to get over. It's it's completely okay for her to be a girl. It's just it's half, what 18 years. Why is she just now developing feelings? Oh man, <laughs> you know. Well, if you if you read the Metroid and Metroid Fusion when she actually had narration going on. That stuff came up, you know. She would kind of talk about this or that. And this, you actually get to find out a little bit about her past, what's going on, that sort of thing. Well, I, I, as long as they make it a good story, as long as it's not just needless information, 
I mean, I, I can be on board. It, with it's it. it's not needless information. It, it's pertinent to how the story is. A little bit of it, I thought, was kind of drawn out. A little bit of it's a little cheesy. But I got to tell you, for the most part, most of the time, Nintendo Internal House is not known for their stories. That's true. But you know what? The, the main draw of this game is gameplay. Pure and simple. And this game controls awesome. If you loved any of the other 2D Metroids back in the day, you will love this game. Wow. It okay. Seems, really? It, it feels a bit yeah, it feels a bit more linear than the others. But if you really think about it, when you first play any of those games, they're pretty linear anyway, because you have to get this to go here, you have to grab this before you can get to that spot. That's just how they are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this game controls tight. The controls are simplified. All you need is the Wiimote. No nunchuck. And that's, that's no classic controller. Is, you just use the Wiimote. That's why I canceled my pre-order though, because it was only a Wiimote. <laughs> it works because it seems unnecessarily like convoluted, control-wise. Yeah, complex. No, con convoluted, like. They had to simplify certain things because they broke it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I have they a... didn't break it though. It's not broken. It's not a broken game well, but, at, well, at all. I mean, I beat this game. I beat the game earlier today. Obviously, I haven't played it, so I'm I'm not going to pass judgment on it. But but from what I understand, it is a very divisive game. Like people either love it or they hate it, and the control scheme is the crux behind their opinion. You okay, obviously well, are on the love side. Well, now, let me put it to this. It took me a, a little while, a little bit of the gameplay to get used to it, because here's how it works for everyone. When you're playing, you have it held sideways, so you've got the D-pad, the A button, one, two. The A button will switch you into the morph ball. One button shoots, two button jumps, like old NES back in the day. And I, uh, by the and way, I, point, I, I, I hate holding the Wiimote like that, by the way. I hate it. What's that? I hate holding the Wii remote that way. It's uncomfortable. But go on. Uh, any time, and I mean any time during the gameplay, you can switch to first-person view. That is what took me a little while to get used to, just because I couldn't really sit. I really wanted to lounge. I actually kind of had to sit up a little bit because you will point, and then you know, you're just back like uh, in the Metro Prime in Metroid Prime Three, yeah, yeah, James, pointing that, and shooting. Yeah, James, to that point, I, I heard, I've heard a whole lot of people say that there's a huge disconnect from switching to the 2D to the to the to the 3D gameplay. People say is I've heard people say that it's kind of disorienting, like you like you just stated, going from 2D where you lean back and relax into a 3D where you have to sit up and and use all the the Wii pointing capabilities. Well, I, I got to where when I play, I, I play sitting up. Or I played where I've got the TV positioned right for me since I've got mine on a swivel mount. Um, it, it does take a little bit getting used to because whenever you go into first-person mode, you go into first-person mode looking at whatever your character is facing. So if you're running away from an enemy and you go to point up, your character, when your viewpoint goes in, you're facing away from who you were wanting to shoot. And there's no lock-on? Um, no, there is. It's the only way you can use the missiles. Um, no, no, no. I, I mean, is there a way to lock on the enemy before you go into first person so you'll be looking no. at it when you point? No, there's no dedicated lock-on button. Unless it's the B button, which I've never used except when in first-person mode. <laughs> um Another thing that, but I tell you what, after you, it takes a little bit, but once you get used to it, it works. I mean, it, it got to where for me, it worked pretty seamlessly. Like I didn't really have a huge disconnect going on. At first I did because it was new gameplay mechanic that's being implemented. Yeah, it's a little disorienting. It's like, what the hell am I looking at? But once you get it, it's there. I mean, I, I was switching around in boss fights using this stuff pretty quick. Switching out of it, dodging shots, going back in. It's one of those things, it's new gameplay mechanic you've got to get used to. 
And that's something that puts people off because they're like, oh, I can't just be badass like I was back in the day. I have to get used to something new, which I don't know why they bitch about that when they're always asking for something. (laughs) Well, I I do plan on playing Um, it. I'm not going to play anytime soon, but it's, it's like half and half. You know, some people say it's great, some people say it's terrible, but at least some people are saying it's great. That means at least some of it's good. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, the exploration is there. I mean, it is just like any other Metroid, there is a lot to explore. Good, good. I I have rattled my brain trying to figure out how to get to some things, and then it's like, oh, it's this way, which just so happens I caught it in sight. Um. One thing I will tell anybody out there, any of our listeners, if you have the homebrew channel on your Wii, um, now I've heard rumors that there's a certain way you can get this thing to play without losing it, but it will make you update to 4.3. Oh, well, and 4.3 th- yeah, actually pieces out. Hmm. Well, the thing is, so this thing doesn't have, this game does not have online rankings. And I mean, to play this game, I had to update to system 4.3 before I could even play it, before it would boot up. said, you must update to 4.3. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. All all of the first-party Nintendo titles ship with the most recent uh, firmware updates on disk. Like, the the last Mario shipped with it, uh, and it automatically checks, hey, you don't have it, you need to install it before you play. It's just typically people who are connected to the internet are, are already updated, so it doesn't affect them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the boss battles in this game are awesome. Like, once you get used to the control scheme, they are a lot of fun to do. Hmm. If you're, I, 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 my opinion, if you are a Metroid fan, maybe not for story wise, but for gameplay wise, you will like this game. Awesome. Well, I am a Metroid fan, so I'll be picking it up. It, it's a definite recommend. Okay. At least rent it or beg someone to let you borrow. It's a must-play, <laughs> in my opinion. Well, speak, speaking of, of, of new games, I've been playing Civilization Four. It's not new. <laughs> um, Civilization Five is coming out like in a month or so, but uh, I picked up Civilization Four on Games for Windows or Games for Windows Live. Had a sale. Uh, had the complete edition of this game for ten bucks. Wow, which is like a seventy-five percent discount. And pl- playing uh, Civilization Revolution about a month ago really re-sparked my interest in the Civilization r- franchise. Uh, I grew up playing Civ two religiously, like every every day. Wow. <laughs> and I, I kind of skipped over three. I played three. I own three. It's not great, uh, but four so far. What I've played is is great. Uh, it's it's basically Civilization Two with really pretty graphics, <laughs> which is where they should have went with that. Uh, I hope I get to play five soon, but I'm okay with my four until I pony up some cash to actually pick up the new one. So so for someone who's never played a Civ game, what is what is the gameplay style? What type of game is it? It is uh, think Sim City except on a global level, and you you are. Uh, the the leader of a civilization trying to thrive among in a world with other civilizations. Um, you develop science, uh, religion, uh, culture, military, and you can uh, you can actually declare war on other uh, civilizations. You can conquer them. You can steal their technology. You can trade with them. You can be all peaceful. You can build wonders of the world, and it's all uh, turn-based. So you do all of your stuff, kind of like Risk. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, you do everything that you're going to do on your turn, and then it cycles through all the civilizations, lets them make their moves, and um, that's how it plays out. Every turn is a set number of years. And so uh, it, it's like a really, really slow... <laughs> um, what's it called? It's a really, really slow StarCraft. Wow. Yeah, that that. How long does it take to play one game? <laughs> oh well, it it depends on how you're trying to play. If you're if you're trying to play uh, 
military, it takes a long time because you have to build the individual units and move them to where you want to move them and bomb people. But if you're just building buildings and trying to, to, to win a cultural victory or uh, an economic victory, it doesn't, doesn't really take that long because you're just skipping through a lot of turns waiting for stuff to, to finish. Uh, but it's 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 heavy on strategy and and uh, heavy on uh, what do I need to build to protect myself to protect myself from you know the Aztecs or the the Chinese dude over here who's trying to hit me with catapults. It's <laughs> it's I I really enjoyed it, but it's one of those games that had I not played it as a kid, I would never in, in a million years buy it because yeah. it's typically not something I would play, but it, it's just one of those things that I I have a tie to it from my childhood, so. Nostalgia. Exactly. And it's fun, so. But that's what we're playing. Yippee. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Tech Roundup. And and we've got a, a a boatload of Apple news, so I'm I'm gonna let the 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 closest thing to the Apple expert go into that. So Clarence, wow, I'm the I'm the Apple expert. Wow, well, <laughs> of of the three of us. Oh yeah, uh, yeah as we all know, um, Apple had a big event this past what Wednesday. Yes, and uh, it was their uh, yearly music event, and and basically. They released a slew of uh, iPod products, some some Apple TV news, and uh, a very interesting demo of uh, Unreal Engine running on iPhone. So 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 the first uh, thing we'll talk about, I guess, is the Epic Citadel tech demo. Um, <clears throat> this is actually a demo of uh, the Unreal Engine three tech running on. Uh, iPad or iPhone, whichever one you have. I, I actually downloaded it. It's a free tech demo that you can get. Uh, uh, started and running, and it, it, it's pretty sweet, um, to say the least. Um, I will say it's probably the most stunning 3D uh, world that I've seen on the iPhone itself. So, uh, hmm. yeah. So, so they just like dumbed it down to the point that it could be. <sighs> Well, I would say it's dumbed down, but but you you don't notice it. You, I'm pretty sure they dumbed the engine down. That all the uh, quirks and whistles and stuff are not in the engine. But man, running this thing on the iPhone, it it just looks gorgeous, man. It it looks some like something you would see. I would say better than on the PSP, or or I, I haven't really seen anything like it in, uh, on a mobile device. Hmm. Just to be fair, I did not know that the the uh, iPhone had that type of, of capability. Yeah, um, yeah, you can uh, probably download the video and look at it, but yeah, it, it is gorgeous. It looks beautiful, and I know it looks even better on the iPhone four. I have a three G three GS, and it runs pretty well. It still looks good, but I just know on the iPhone four it'd be beautiful, man. So. If you have iPhone 4 or 3GS or an iPad, I suggest downloading and just, just giving it a go. It's free in the App Store. Cool. And moving right along, uh, oh, man. The new iTunes, iTunes 10, which is, according to Steve Jobs' own words, is a major revision in iTunes history, signified by them dropping the disc from the logo, and now it's just like a circle with a uh, with uh, the music note on it or whatever. Uh oh. Yeah. So World I guess changing. I, I guess deaf to CDs, but anyway, <laughs> at first glance, it's not a whole lot different from the last iTunes. <laughs> I mean, I would expect a performance increase, uh, but. At a glance, it's it's, it's really not diff- that much different except a few uh, icons changed out, and it still boots up slowly like the other one did to me. Um, what 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 is this I hear about Bing support? Bing support. Oh wait, no ping. Sorry. Ping. Ah, ping. <laughs> ping. 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 What should I say about the ping? Is basically um, the equivalent of the uh, Zoom social on on the Microsoft Zoom side of things. Um, I guess it's their answer to also to like Facebook and 
and what's what's some of the other music networks that that are out there. Uh, but anyway, I I tried it out, uh, set up me an account, <laughs> and and that was pretty much it. I hated it. Um, what a few of the things uh, that they immediately need to address is finding friends. The only way you can like add a friend is to actually go in and 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 uh, enter in their email address and hit find or whatever. Um, you know, and like on other newer social networks uh, have the option where you can like search Google contacts, search your Facebook contacts uh, without you having to do a whole lot. They definitely yeah, it's it's seamlessly integrated between databases. Yeah. I mean, they definitely need to add that because it's a problem. No one wants to go in and add friends, one email address at, at a time. And another thing I saw that really kind of, kind of ticked me off is the fact that, what you can share to your friends is going to be stuff you buy, not necessarily. And for what I could tell, I could be wrong in this, not necessarily stuff you're currently listening to. So the the main thing being here is for iTunes to like sell more music. So they're not showing what you've been listening to, your recent plays or anything. They're just showing stuff you recently purchased. Uh. With a few other thing, apps you recently bought and stuff like that, or stuff you re- recently liked, uh, artists you've added to your profile. So I mean, from that as point, as, excuse me, from that aspect, they're not hitting the nail on the head either. And right now, there's just like a whole bunch of artists on there where you can add them as your, or you can like them or add them as your uh, friend, I guess, and you can see updates the artists make and. To me, it's just a closed wall that no other services can reach into and use as valuable information or get valuable information from other places. So, so I don't that, know. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That that sounds a lot like Apple. Yeah, it, it really is. And I mean, just to be frank, I don't like it. A year from now, it might be totally different. But but at this point, I have to give it a big thumbs down and needless. <clears throat> yeah. Nice. So, so that's ping. Uh, let's talk about something everybody else can talk about. <laughs> the, the, the nano redesign. Yeah, that that was the one thing I wanted to talk about because that thing looks dumb. Yeah. Uh, let's let's just look at uh, the nano history for a little bit. At first, the nano was like skinny and tall. That was like the first nano. And then like a few years back, they came out with the short, fat nano. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, from popular demand, they went back to the tall and skinny nano. Last year, they added a camera to it uh, to take pictures. And this year, they dumped the camera again, and now we have a touchscreen interface, which I'm not sure, but I believe is running a version of iOS. I could be wrong on that. Let me look at this article for a bit. But, yeah. Um, yeah, like, well, look, looking at it it looks like a shuffle with a screen that, <laughs> yeah. that's it and it's it's completely lost like the the artistic just i i always looked at an ipod nano thinking oh that thing looks nice that thing is 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 sleek this is just basically a tiny lcd screen <laughs> nothing yeah. else yeah for all intents and purposes yeah, I mean, it, and it, and it has like a it comes with a clip on the back, and like a lot of people been saying that they're they're going to use it as a wristwatch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just um, of course, all the tech is getting smaller, more compact, and they just like kind of crammed all this into the smallest form factor they could find and threw a screen on top of it. Um, yeah, I, I think I would lose this. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like I I have major issue with my headphones weighing more than my MP3 player. And for 150 bucks, I mean, wow. <laughs> it's just like to me, I, I equate some small things with value. It's like if it's so small and insignificant, I you know, I could easily lose that, you know. Mm-hmm. And for that price, I don't know. Yeah, I, I have I, to play with one. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I think my favorite generation of the, the the Nano is the third generation. I actually like the short, fat ones. You do? Wow. I didn't like yeah. those. The second generation is the only Nano I've owned, and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, man, that was only four years ago they were that? 
<laughs> Man, iPods iPods evolve quick. Yeah, every year is a different format. <laughs> Man, but yeah, a little more Apple news. Uh, it'll be over soon, James. Um, <laughs> Apple TV uh, is now ninety nine dollars. Um, <clears throat> a few of the things they've done to it, they've uh, took out the hard drive, they've simplified it, and they they've also updated the UI. So for ninety nine dollars, uh, you can have you can stream music from your computer, um, TV shows, uh, ninety nine cents with a deal they inked with Fox and ABC, Netflix app on the on the ITV. So, uh, excuse me, Apple TV, and 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 ninety nine dollars. I I think this is a very good entry point entry point for a lot of uh, people to have this in their homes. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, I, I, maybe if they have their internet internet through like a like a um, uh, what about DSL? <laughs> but if you already have TV, this is a incremental improvement over that, if at all. You saying if you already have TV service, period? Yeah, like if you have Comcast. Yeah, true. I'm not. I'm not going to pay an extra ninety nine cents to watch Glee. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 don't get me wrong. I would never buy any of the TV shows on this for, for 99 cents or whatever. Uh, I was more focused on the maybe the Netflix streaming stuff and the ability to, ability to expand this to other applications and stuff in the future with updates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I, I can see on live possibly having a channel on this. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, and the thing is, it's high definition HDMI. But one, but one other thing, thing to this is that um, Roku is the other popular box for your TV that streams uh, content. They've like drastically reduced all their prices to where they're like way below this price. So, <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I don't think I'd buy one immediately or anytime soon. Maybe if I had another TV in another room and I just wanted the content on there, but. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, it's it's an interesting product that is priced properly. So <sighs> we'll we'll see what happens from there. And last but not least, in the long-winded Apple news is uh, the iPad Touch gets an update. It gets the the Retina display from the uh, the iPhone four, and it also gets FaceTime and also HD, which it. It's HD video recording also on there. So uh, pretty much saw this part, this coming. Uh, for the past few years, the, the iPod Touches mirrored the latest iPhone. So um, nothing really that surprising, but it's still pretty cool value-add to have this to, the ability to FaceTime over streaming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like... <laughs> This this the, the iPod Touch has always been just the the little brother of the iPhone, so that's about it. <laughs> well, and that's the the, the Apple news. Uh, wow. Well, let me go. Well, and, and wait, and this was a music event? <laughs> yes, this is the music music <laughs> event. Well, they're music players. Come on, you see the, the correlation there. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> hey, we're having a music event. Let's announce everything else. <laughs> But but one more thing on uh, the 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 Apple Ping social network or whatever. Mm-hmm. To me, the Zoom network is so much better, and I wish a lot of more lot more people would use the uh, Zoom social. And I wish it could be used with more devices even because the network is great. Microsoft makes software. This is what they do, and it's like mm-hmm. the, the the Zoom network is just awesome, and I. I just hate I can't use it more because I don't have a Zoom device that I actively use. But it's it's like leaps and bounds above anything that that Ping is at this point. Oh, I yeah yeah, and I didn't have to pay you to say that either. <laughs> no, I I love it, man. I'm a believer. <laughs> <laughs> You're drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Well, had, if you haven't already noticed, James kind of dropped out. Yeah, I think I ran him off with all the Apple stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, b- bye, James.
Yeah, just leave then. <laughs> we didn't need you anyway. <laughs> <sighs> no, what do we do? We do. Who, who else would talk about PS3? Oh, yeah. All right, well, that that does it. That is that is your Techpedition podcast for the week. Um, hopefully, we can have a full cast next week. Um, I know we'll have news. We have packs this weekend, so I'm sure a bunch of stuff is going to come out. Uh, otherwise, make sure you check out the website, techpedition.com. Uh, send us fan mail at fans at techpedition.com. Uh, and follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Oh, yeah. That way you can have instant access to all of our our, our interesting posts as soon as they get posted in. Posted it. Posted it. <laughs> I love it. So uh, we will catch you guys next week. Go south. Very, very quick. 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 Go south. I can't. I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty. <laughs>